Welcome to the Hamumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown, the podcast where we watch scary movies so you don't have to. From award-winning to completely unknown, we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Solange Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously as we take these movies seriously. Let me tell you something, Soli. Okay. Ho, ho, ho! Merry July! It's Christmas in July! I guess it must be, because we watched a Christmas movie. We did. Um, It is a Belgian Christmas movie about a German Christmas tradition Mm -hmm. that we watched in our American not-at-all-near-Christmas living room. Yeah. In case all of those clues weren't enough for you to figure it out, and you're too lazy to look at the screen on your phone, which has (laughs) the name of this episode... We watched The Advent Calendar from 2021. Yep. We watched it on Shudder because it is a Shudder original. It sure is. From Belgium in French, as it would be being from Belgium. The Advent Calendar is the story of a woman named Ava who is a paraplegic. She works in an insurance office. Uh, She lives alone with her dog, Marvin. Marvin. And her dad has, like, Alzheimer's or some other kind of dementia that, you know, he doesn't recognize her. So these are all aspects of her existence, right? They are some aspects, for sure. Part of the conflict is that uh, she grew up dancing all her life, and Mm -hmm. that was a big part of it. That's, That's what her job was. Right. And then she got in a car accident, became paraplegic, and so now she's sad. And... The advent calendar, we gradually come to discover, is offering her an opportunity to get walking again. Yes. I saw many uh, reviews talking about the Faustian bargain. For sure. That she was being offered. Yeah. So her friend comes home from Germany to celebrate her birthday, which is on December 3rd. Gives her this advent calendar, which was so cool. It was like... (laughs) all wood with like fancy doors you didn't just it wasn't like cardboard stick your thumb in the little hole pull the cardboard open (laughs) it was some legos right it was all like wooden carved beautiful it had a metal key that opened each of the doors it was very cool but again no legos inside so not that cool no, it had a lot of candy inside. Which is cool. Well, it depends on what the candy does when you eat it. <laughs> yeah, usually candy just tastes good. Right? So the advent calendar comes with three rules. One, if you eat one candy, you have to eat all the candies. Mm-hmm. Two, follow all the rules until you open the last door. Mm-hmm. Three, dump it and I'll kill you. Yeah. That can, can I get into a thing? Yeah, get into the thing. This movie does something I've never really seen before, which is a lot of movies have demons that are like, you know, 
putting you into some set of rules and they're like, if you don't follow the rules, you're going to die. And it's kind of a vague threat. And, you know, like then maybe at the end of the movie, they fall off a staircase and they Mm -hmm. die. Like, like the, the universe makes it happen. Yeah, It's just sort of death will come to you Uh in this movie. She starts to contemplate not eating a candy and he pops up and starts putting his hands around her neck. Right. It's yeah. Like immediate. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't immediate at the beginning, no, but later. but yes, toward the end, like if she even thought about veering from it, he was right there going, uh, I'm, uh, uh. is it time? And in a similar note, the advent calendar every night at midnight would pop up and go, is the mit- mittenacht? Is the mittenacht? <laughs> It said something in German. It meant it was midnight and it's time to eat your candy. Yeah. And part of me is like a very specific kind of person wants an advent calendar that wakes them up at midnight to eat, you know, to open the next door. Like It's pretty obnoxious. Yeah. There was one, the very first night that it did that, like there were other nights where the first few nights, like. She was already awake at midnight because her friend was over. They were having a birthday party. She had just come out from being out one of the nights, whatever. But the first night, she's already in bed before midnight. And she's got the advent calendar set up like in the Mm -hmm. kitchen or something. And it goes off and it keeps saying the thing until you push (laughs) the little demon cardboard cutout that pops or wooden cutout that pops out back down into the hole she, as a paraplegic, had to go through the whole process of getting out of bed and getting over to the kitchen, yeah. which was just an instance of like, oh, yeah, that's a thing I wouldn't have, have thought of. Like, that's that's a, a level of this being a problem or being annoying that is more than I would have considered or that i've had to consider was an ableist advent calendar it really was but then the next night she kept it on her lap in bed while she was waiting for the clock to turn midnight and she ended up eating the candy right then and there and then lost like five days where apparently she just stayed in bed and waited for it to be be midnight so she could eat another candy. Yeah, because that was the candy that looked like a clock. And that's, I guess, what it did. It just took several days away from her. Which I don't understand why that happened. Other than they, as they were making the movie, were like, we really don't have time to do all 24 days. Yeah. And, I mean, they had cut it a little bit because she got the calendar on the third. So mm. she opened the first three doors all at once. But then they also cut it by having her miss, like, I think her boss said she had been gone for four days. Yeah. So she, like, misses four whole days of just, she's she has no idea. She eats the candy four days later. There she is, realizing it's been four days. Did they just not want, like, that was seven days they didn't have to include? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, it was a lot. I was like... Wait, it's only day 16? There's so many more. Yes, and it was only going up to 24 because it only went up to Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a it was a big undertaking. So I guess I can understand why they'd want to be like, oh, and then she just skipped four days. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, though, because like everything else was pursuing this goal of having her kill people or causing people to die, at least. Mm-hmm. And... 
giving her her legs back or other things that she wanted like yeah, definitely like dangling carrots in front of her so that she would yeah. keep doing this thing that she probably logically was like I don't think I want to do this yeah the skipped days definitely were a little bit of a red herring for me in the sense that I was trying to figure out are these things really happening or is she hallucinating all of this mm-hmm. and so then for her to take for her to eat a candy that made her lose four whole days, I was like, oh, none of this is real. Mm. She's hallucinating all of this. Like, she is a very unreliable narrator right now. But that's not really what was happening. So it kind of was a little sidetracked from my brain. I hadn't considered that. But if you consider the ending of the film, it becomes all not real. In a way, maybe that, that, we like, don't know. Well, that's we don't know. But assuming you go a certain choice, there's two choices at the end of the movie, uh-huh. and if you choose to eat the last candy, then none of that happened. And not only did it not happen, you don't remember it either. So why did it happen if it doesn't happen and you don't remember it? I don't know. That's well, really I mean, weird. that's what creates the Faustian bargain i guess like because it had to give her the reality of this is what you can get like by the it's, end she's walking all these lives and then yes like this is you're gonna have to actually do these things they're already done she already feels like she had to experience doing all of them making all of those mm-hmm. decisions feeling all of that loss yeah i guess that's that's what it is it's the choice of forget it all to start over, which it just seems nicer than what a demon should be doing. It should be like, yeah. you're going to live with this the rest of your life. Yeah. But no, it's not. It's just gone. Yeah, I did. I had that thought too. Like it was, it was, it cleaned it up all nicely if she ate the final candy and gave up her legs mm-hmm. so that she could have all of those other people back. Yes. Um, and since we're at the ending now, I will say, the movie makes it 100% ambiguous as to which choice she makes. We uh-huh. never find out. And that's interesting. Yeah. Just kind of like you you decide. Yeah. It's extra interesting because it could have ended without the little epilogue at the end where you already you're like, I don't know. Like here she is on the brink of making this decision. Is she going to yeah. eat it or not? We don't know. But then they add the little bit of this dad and his, like, I don't know, four-year-old daughter showing up at her apartment door and, like, trying to get information the same way that she had shown up at the door of the painter trying to get information. And he's, like, walking in. And literally, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see her. Is she standing Uh or is she in the wheelchair? Like, what did she decide? But we don't get to see it. He just bursts in there and like he gets to find out and I didn't. (laughs) And I was very angry about that. Yeah. It's very weird because she does go and meet the painter guy. Uh, She finds a painting hidden inside a part of the advent calendar, which is by some guy. It's got his address and she goes and finds him Mm -hmm. and it turns out he's blind and he's like all mad at her like, that painting you say it was painted last year i couldn't have painted that that's ridiculous i've been blind for five years mm-hmm. and that is when i feel like she figured things out way ahead of me for sure yes 
Yes. I think she already knew what the painting was of when she showed up there. Like she had already figured out that, oh, he painted his, you know, his dead wife and son Uh because that was the bargain. And like somehow she knew that, but yeah, no, nothing explained that. But then it goes further because she shows him the painting, which he just feels it. And I guess he can feel what it's a painting of. And He's like, no, but my wife and son are alive right here, and I'm blind, so I didn't paint this. And somehow, from that, she completely understands that you get that choice. No, I don't think she understood that there was a choice. She thought at the end it will all revert back, and I will, like, it'll be over. That's why she called the swimmer guy over, because she's like, I have 24 hours left. Come on over and let's have a roll in the hay. Well, I still have my body because it's going to go away in 24 hours. Yeah. And he was the one who was like, wait, (laughs) wait, wait. There's a trick to it. That was the twist. The rule says you have to follow all the rules until you open the last door. Yes. So it was up to her whether she ate that final candy or not. Which is a fun twist, but I still cannot get over how... She figured out that everything Mm-mm. would poof away with the last candy. That's no. just what? I'm like you. I I did not understand until she like explained it. And then I, I could see that was what was supposed to be happening. But also, how did she get there? I don't know. I don't know. So let's, let's just talk about this decision she had to make briefly. Mm-hmm. She's been in this accident. It's very clear from how she is authentically still friends with the girl who was driving when they had their car accident. Mm -hmm. It's very clear from how she repeatedly tells the demon that she doesn't want her friend to die. I do not blame her. I don't want her to die. Like she's not thrilled about the way her life is. Like she is sad that she doesn't have the use of her legs, that she's lost out on these things that she loved, Mm -hmm. you know, dancing and whatnot. But she's also living her life. Like, she has a job. She goes swimming. Like, she's taking care of herself. She is not someone who looks like she's pining away and on the brink of, like, self-destruction because of the way her life is going. It's just funny because everyone around her is awful and treats her like crap. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But I guess that's just life. So, given that, I had a really hard time believing that she would be willing to sacrifice her dad, her support dog, her best friend, her best friend's new hookup. Oh, she was fine. Yeah. The dude who sexually assaulted her. She was fine with that, too. I was, too. The lady who takes care of her dad, who was either a nurse or an evil stepmom. I think she's a stepmom, but she's very evil. Yeah. Again, happy to kill her. Right. Uh, was there anybody else? Miriam. Oh, Miriam. The new girl at work who's replacing her. Who took her job and her boss. Who was wonderful to kill. Okay, so that's like eight. <laughs> that's the seven people and a dog. And and that dog was important enough to her that I'm ca- like, that's a, a family member. That is eight living things that are integral parts of her life. That she's willing to, in some cases, 
allow to die, but in most of those cases, actively murder herself mm-hmm. in exchange for getting her legs back. I don't see that. Well, that's why there's that last candy. You get the choice. There was less suspense at the end for me because mm. I, it, when you look at the two choices, I'm very heavily weighted toward one choice. Yeah, but okay, let's let's do this mm-hmm. because most of those were terrible people who should be dead. Marvin the dog was a beloved family member, but also just a dog. And mm. a lot of people are like, it's just mm-hmm. a dog. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that, but a lot of people do. Her dad explicitly said, go ahead and kill me because I live with this lady. That's not what he said. <laughs> that was implied. <laughs> he he did give her permission. He's like, when it comes time, I am ready to go. Like, don't hesitate. Just do it. Yeah. And then her friend was the one who caused her to lose the legs in the first place. And I don't and was, think she would want to kill her. I wanted to kill her. She, <laughs> she was, was a pretty terrible great. person. Yeah. Like, not only did she cause the accident through negligence. Like, it's nice of Ava to be like, I don't blame mm-hmm. you, but... I kind of blamed her. Yeah. Caused the accident through negligence. Like, not intentional, but just, you know, whatever. But also, she was a terrible friend. Like, she did yeah. nice things. She came back to celebrate her birthday, whatever, but then took her out to a bar and then was like, oh, you're into this guy? Okay, yeah. I'm going to go have drinks with him. I'm going to let this beanbag of a guy that neither of us like drive you home. Mm-hmm. And he ended up doing terrible things to her when she fell asleep. Like, her friend was not great. She was not. So I think that was maybe the movie or the directors or the writers or whoever being like, so maybe it's an okay deal because are any of these deaths really that bad? And I think that was... That was the pressure for it. Like, you know, that's why everybody was cartoonishly evil. I mean, not everybody, but a lot mm-hmm. of these people were just so, so awful that as a viewer, you're totally like, yeah, let's kill them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> most would, of them I was. You do that in real life, but like, in a movie, totally. Yes, Marvin, <laughs> eat that car. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. But, <laughs> but it's, I think that's what they were setting up was trying to, Trying to weight it evenly. I mean, I think so too. But also, what kind of person thinks that some, like a decent human being is going to go and murder eight living things for any reason that's not insanity? Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is she clearly gets real messed up. And by the end, she's like... You know, like Gollum holding the box going, this is, this is what we're doing. We're going to do this. And yeah, so, you know, she's not okay. And, you know, she's being compelled by a demon and she knows it. And it's a weird, messed up situation. Yeah, she was. I like that you said that she was surprisingly self-aware about the whole situation, which was unusual in this kind of a story. Like that she knew she had to do the things she i and i think probably once she figured out like oh it's all going to revert back anyway she was like all right i'm on this roller coaster let's, let's just ride get it. it yeah yeah but she was like because she had that idea there was a lot of just like oh yep i guess this is happening now yeah and that's interesting okay 
I saw this article that was like, it shows a couple pictures of Antoine, the guy from the pool, who she ends mm. up having a one night stand with mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. And who basically saves her or, well, not that's, necessarily saves her, puts her I'm into going. the Faustian. Yes. Bargain. They showed some screenshots of him at the pool when he's about to dive in. He's got the Jesus pose about to go in. At on top of the roof after he throws the advent calendar off, he's in a Jesus pose again. It's so that article is like he's like a savior, but he's, but he's not. not. She would have saved she would have fixed everything if she just went ahead and ate the candy, but he made it a difficult decision of like, wait a minute, you don't have to follow the rules. Uh-huh. You could keep your legs and just let those people be dead. When we talk, when you say that, it almost makes me think that this movie is kind of like an indictment of the whole like free will thing from the Bible. Like, yeah. if you didn't know you had free will, then every you would just <laughs> do whatever you needed to do, and like it just would be whatever it was. Either you get your legs back or you don't. You don't realize you have any choice in it. It just happens to you. Hmm. But once you know you have free will, then like everything gets harder. Maybe. I don't, I know. don't know. That's interesting though. I would not have picked up on that on my own, but absolutely that's in there. I don't know what it's trying to say about it, but absolutely <laughs> that's in this movie. Yeah, I think it's interesting that he creates a problem where there wasn't one by, uh, by yeah. doing something that seems very helpful. Like, oh, I figured this out. I don't know that he thought it all the way through though. Like, no. I don't know. Either that or th- what I thought you were going to say was that like the same actor plays him as plays <laughs> the demon because it's you possible. don't really know who the demon is. No, the demon is like looking. all covered up, has like a weird plastic, sort of like a combination between like a one of those World War II gas masks and a gimp costume. <laughs> yeah. And he's also kind of a priest. His little wooden pop-up was definitely a priest, which oh, is interesting. Oh, that is interesting. But when he's... When he's actually walking around, he's a priest, but he's shirtless. He's a shirtless priest. Because <laughs> he's got, you know, the like the skirt on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got all the things, like, carved all into his skin and stuff. Carvings, yeah. Which I'm sure has all kinds of religious connotation. Yeah. So watching this made me think of watching Raw, mm-hmm. which is also in French because... It is a French movie. And there were similarities in the sense that I remember us talking about Raw and saying like it had almost a fever dream feel to it. Like the colors were all really wild and like everything sort of like you sort of felt like you were really high while you were watching it because nothing quite made sense and everything looked so weird. Not it wasn't as much, but I got sort of the same sense from this like. Everything had, in this case, instead of fever dream, I would say everything had like this fairy tale quality to it. Yeah, it, it looked like you were look like reading through a Brothers Grimm fairy tale or something. Yeah, and all the characters who were so wicked is the word for uh-huh, it. They were like uh-huh. there was a wicked stepmother and her wicked boss, and they were cartoonish in a way that they would be in a fairy tale. Yeah. So it just like kind of solidified in my head because we haven't watched a lot of movies in French, but now like this is two of them where I'm like, ooh, they get surreal and weird (laughs) with their horror. And I like it, but it's also like it 
throws me off balance because I'm not expecting it to get so out there. Yeah, it it did get out there. And let's go back to it getting out there, okay. which is one day she's not home at Mitternacht. And that's the night that she goes out drinking with her friend and oh. the two guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's in the car. Sure. Yep. And so that night's door opens up on its own and a little uh, toy car rolls out of mm-hmm. it. And Marvin then is compelled and mm-hmm. he goes up and he starts chewing on that car like he's Clifford the big dog. <laughs> big, big red dog. Yes. He destroys that car. And the weird thing is, I was like, oh, Marvin's going to destroy the car. And then Boris was the beanbag of a guy who, you know, wanted her to like get into stock trading and stuff. Yeah. He was, he was ugh, like a crypto. He was bro. gross. Um, I'm like, oh, he's going to have a car accident because he did what he did to her. She objected. He threw her and her chair out and was like, Mm -hmm. fine, you know, and drove off. And I'm like, oh, he's going to have an accident now. Like symbolism. Nope. It wasn't symbolism at all. He could see the teeth. Like he he knew he was being eaten by a giant dog. He was inside the tiny car. Yeah, it was like a. Jonathan Colton's song, Creepy Doll. Yes. He was inside the toy car while he was inside his real car. Yes. It, that was bizarre and unexpected. And I liked it. Like, I wrote, dog eats the car. Love it. <laughs> yeah. It was it was pretty silly because it was like the car was like getting crushed down as the dog was yes. eating it. I mean, they didn't really show a lot of it. It was like flash cuts. It made me wonder, though, how much the demon was pulling from her. And he, it must have been like pulling from her darker thoughts, I guess, yeah. because he threw her out of the car and she screamed as he was driving away. She screamed at him something like, you know, just die or something yeah. like that, which I mean... Whatever, that's perfectly reasonable that she would have yelled that. He still could have gotten in a car accident. It wouldn't have meant that she made it happen. But she, he is who she was like putting all her anger at in that moment. And so he was the one who got targeted. Yeah, there's stuff about what the advent calendar does that feels like uh, almost like time travel in Mm -hmm. the sense that it knows. Mm-hmm. Like it's all planned out in advance. What's all going to happen, mm-hmm. and that's just how it is, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's not clear that that's happening. Like it could have just been like, okay, that's who she wants to die, and it's now time. So here we go. Yeah. Another one of the like more surreal parts that I really liked is that at some point, like she meets an actual nice guy. She like hits it off. They're you know getting to know each other and whatever. And he is a nurse. He's worried about her. Does she just meet him and they hit it off solely? Okay, well, she drugs him (laughs) with one of the candies in his mulled cider. Details. Details. Whatever. I have an issue with that. We'll have to discuss. (laughs) Okay. But move on. So anyway, but they, they are hitting it off. Like, they genuinely like each other. Like, he doesn't seem to have a problem with the wheelchair. She is able to be, like, herself around him. Whatever. So... And he's he kind of knows what's going on, or she's telling him some of the things yeah. that are happening. I guess she's forced to because the first time she eats one of the Jesus candies, she like sort of walks out into the street and then collapses and ends up in the emergency room and he's there and whatever. Yeah. So she's forced to tell him about it. 
But he, at some point, gets concerned enough that he goes to her apartment, finds the advent calendar that I think he probably thinks she's just, like, super obsessed with or something. Yeah. I don't know. And tries to destroy it. No, it says right on the back, don't do that. Right? And while he's doing that, there's, like, a little window. Oh, yeah. This is the serious time travel. Yes, there's, like, a little window and... As he's contemplating throwing it away, like some something scratches into the etched glass of the window, like don't dump it or whatever it was, backwards. And we're all like, backwards. ooh, that's weird. And I actually thought like, that doesn't make any sense. Why is that happening? Yeah, like why, why is it saying, I don't know. It's creepy, but also why would it be doing this? It doesn't seem to have a problem killing all of these people. Yeah. It seems to kind of enjoy it. But then later she eats the glowy candy that gives her like hallucinations and she can see into her mirror and it's that scene like she's watching him mm-hmm. in her apartment doing that thing and she scratches don't dump it into the glass because she knows that when he dumps it he's gonna get drowned in the river and she thought she could fix it but she did nope. not fix it nope oh that was a little time travel all moment. planned out not just time travel but it was like with the little car because her house was inside the advent calendar yes okay but then again now everything is planned out sort of brings me back to that whole idea of like the the theology of it like Mm, no free will right like do you have free will or do you not have free will like is everything planned in advance and you can't do anything that's outside of the plan i don't know such interesting questions. We'd have to watch it again and see if it comes out differently. I legitimately didn't even realize that this movie was about religion while I was watching this movie. <laughs> but it clearly is. Yeah, there's some overt religious symbolism in there. Yes. So I have this issue. Okay. Rule one is you have to eat every candy if you eat the first one. Yes. So she eats the first one. Yep. And she eats a lot more. But there's like five or six that are used in other ways. She drops one in the guy's uh, wine to make him fall in love with her. Mm -hmm. It was a heart-shaped candy. Mm -hmm. Her friend steals one and ends up giving it to her boyfriend because it had a little picture on it. A little dirty picture on it. (laughs) And that was a bad idea. And like several of them, their official use case was not for her to eat. She feeds one of them to the sick lady at the hospital. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. It was, was the death the candy. The death candy. That's somebody you didn't count in your list. That's right. A complete and utter stranger. <laughs> yeah, but just, it looked like that lady was on death's door anyway. Yeah, she was. It was kind of a mercy killing. Yeah. But that's, that's just a dumb rule. Like, mm hmm. I don't know how they could have said it differently, but it, it it was so contradictory that they so openly stated, you have to eat them all, and then like half of them aren't being eaten. I wonder if there's not something lost in the translation there. Yeah. Like, it might make more sense in French. Let's hope so. Also, so she opens those three doors at the beginning, and the first door has the rules and some kind of candy in it, which she eats. Didn't eat right no, away? She de- she definitely ate that one. Because okay. I was like, ooh, that looks pretty good, except I think it's dark chocolate, so I'm not that interested. But also, like, I don't know. If the very first rule was if you eat one, you have to eat all of the things that are hidden behind these 24 doors, I'd be like, let, let me let me open wait. a few more doors first. Yeah. 
Because I don't know. But to be fair, she probably didn't think it was a haunted advent calendar. <laughs> probably true. And then the second one is the candy that's like her dad's favorite candy. Mm-hmm. And it ends up giving her the ability to communicate with her dad who has since, you know, ha- because of his illness has forgotten who she is. But then the third one is like the white chocolate Jesus that the first of several white chocolate Jesuses that returned to her the ability to walk. Yeah. And she's sort of like, I think she, well, she was offended because it like had some quote about being able to walk again. And she was sort of like, Oh yeah. Rude. Like, Jesus will make you walk again. Or whatever. Yeah. And I think it was more that she was like white chocolate. I mean, that's possible too, Yeah, but she, Sets it aside. She doesn't eat it at first. She's like, I don't know about this. And then she doesn't eat that one for days. It's a long like it's time. just hanging around unwrapped for days. It yeah. goes into the room where her friend and her hookup get murdered. <laughs> yeah. It just like, yeah, I don't understand exactly what the rules were because there were other times where she like would think about not eating. Uh-huh. And that's when the guy showed up behind her and was like going to choke her in her car. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay, never mind. I mean, okay. I mean, it's like it's, she wasn't even like throwing it out of the car. Mm-mm. She was just moving it towards her mouth too slowly. And he's like, <laughs> uh. Ratings. My rule for enjoying horror movies is very simple. You give me a framework. You say, this is what we're doing how are we going to fill in these holes? Give me a Belgian waffle full uh-huh. of little holes. Uh-huh. And what are we going to pour in each hole? Okay. And we'll see how that goes. And that's why I was so excited to see a movie called The Advent Calendar, which I knew was about a special advent calendar. Where I'm like, what's each day going to be? And how's that going to work? And will there be a little toy car that a dog chews? There was. There was. There was. So that was cool. It's a silly premise, and some parts of it were silly, like the dog eating the car. And then there was this one part we haven't discussed where her friend, when she steals the candy from the advent calendar, Ava comes over and is like, what was it? What was the candy? And she goes, oh, it's just a piece of chewing gum. And she pulls out a piece of chewing gum that she had, and she's like, here it is. And the whole way Ava performs that, she like grabs it, she starts chewing it, and she's like, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. And we cut to like them driving down the street. They've obviously been driving for a while. She's still chewing. She's still got her arms wrapped around this advent calendar. Like, she's like aggressively Argh. chewing. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. Like, come on, come on. Nothing's happening. <laughs> it was that was super comedic, and I don't think it was supposed to be, but it was really funny. That's kind of what this movie should have been because it's such a goofy premise when what it really is is a very serious kind of movie. Like it's like all those religious overtones and Mm -hmm. stuff and it's like dealing with life and death and all this stuff. And I would have enjoyed it more if it was the goofy concept, but I thought it was pretty good. It was fun to watch. And, you know, figure out what the, these decisions were going to be. The only big problem I had with it was, and maybe this is a lost in translation moment, was how she figured out the secret of it. The fact that it was going to all rewind, like, just instantaneously. And 
I was like, wait a minute, how do you know that? And mm-hmm. and I could see the clues, but there were not enough clues. Like There might have been something that didn't get translated. Like maybe there was something written on the painting or on the back yeah. of the painting that they didn't translate or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird. But I think it was enjoyable and I think people could watch this and have a good time. It wasn't my favorite. So I give it four voodoo Barbies out of five. Pretty fun stuff. Okay. I agree with most of what you said. I think um, I think I enjoyed the silly a little bit more, possibly because I didn't catch any of the religious overtones. Like yeah. I just kind of watched it as a sort of ridiculous fairy tale esque yeah, kind of was. horror movie. It was very fairy tale. So I enjoyed that element of it more than you did, perhaps. I also am enjoying the fact that as we talk about it, I'm realizing more and more, and I'm putting more and more pieces together and it makes me want to keep thinking about it like ooh, what did that mean and that's always good and this movie did the we're not going to tell you how it ends ending really well yes like as much as i was saying earlier like i know which way it would go well i know which way it would go if i were the character yeah right like there's no no I'm not going to murder eight, nine people (laughs) for this. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know Ava that well. Maybe she would. I don't know. I have never lost the use of my legs. I don't know exactly how I would respond to that. I do think, and we read a little bit that kind of backed this up. I do think that it's a little problematic to suggest that because she lost the use of her legs and she is in a wheelchair, that she now has no ethics or morals and would (laughs) commit murder in order to get her legs back. Yeah. I I don't think that that's a thing, but maybe just because nobody's ever been offered. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I, I, I don't know. That seems a little problematic, but my main issue, the thing that bothers me about this movie is the investment app, because I don't understand why that was a part at all like she didn't seem to care that she was getting this money weird yeah it was a ton of money and what it felt like is that they were like well i don't know maybe getting the use of your legs back isn't worth all of this murder but what if we also throw in hundreds of thousands of dollars they had to sweeten the pot (laughs) which again i'm like no Especially since she clearly didn't care. She didn't care at all. Like she was only vaguely interested every time it told her that she had gotten more money. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe that was because she knew everything was going to reset to December 1st. Maybe. And it wasn't real money, but I don't know. So that part bothered me because I didn't, it doesn't feel like it fits. It felt like a waste of time in what was otherwise a very well put together story from my perspective. Like mm-hmm. all the different weird places that it goes made sense and tracked from thing to thing. Like individually any of those scenes you'd be like, how are these all in the same movie? <laughs> but it made sense as it was happening. So, I don't know. I am also going to give this movie 4 Voodoo Barbies out of 5. I'm tempted to give it 4 and a half, but I don't I don't know. I, yeah, we're just going to leave it at 4. But I enjoyed this movie. I might be tempted to watch this movie again. Like at Christmas, 
Yes, like as a, a regular Christmas movie, I don't I don't know. Like I don't know if I really need a regular Christmas horror movie, but it was enjoyable. I would be tempted to watch it again. Well, that is high praise indeed. I mean, coming from me not so much because I tend to forget what movies I've seen. That's but true. but yes. I mean it as high praise. <laughs> All right. We clearly enjoyed that film, mm-hmm. and we will be back next week to watch it again because it's no! in the regular rotation. Oh, we're going to watch no? a new movie next oh, week. Oh, okay. It, we're going to watch a different movie next week, and we'll tell you about that one. Okay. Okay. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Happy Christmas in July. Belgian like a waffle. <laughs> that made me really want with, waffles with all those the next morning. nice little pockets to hold yes, the syrup, the yes. gooey, gooey caro syrup with red dye in it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of that. Yeah.